This is Ming. And I'm Enchi. And, and you're listening to Happier with Ming. Welcome to Happier with Ming, a lifestyle design and personal development podcast of positivity, inspiration, productivity, and growth. My name is Ming, and we will be discussing health and wellness, life optimization, relationships, improvement, positive vibes, and the journey of life. Life is a journey to enjoy, and I want us to fall in love with the process while living life to our fullest every day. Another guest on my podcast, she's an elementary school teacher, music producer, singer-songwriter, and my best friend, Angie. <laughs> we talk about our 13-year friendship and the elaborate process of writing lyrics and producing music. I've known her as Angie since 2007, but in 2020, she became Angie. She dropped the I from her name and became an awesome SoundClouder, but will soon be on a Spotify near you. Want to listen to a snippet? This is my favorite one coming up called Still Here. Still Here. finally hanging out with you after how many months? I think like four since March. We haven't seen each other for four months. I know it's so long but thank you for having me. I'm so honored. Of course my music producer friend. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited to hear all about your music endeavors. Benji and I were high school friends and we've been friends since 2007. 13 years! That's crazy. It's so long. They say if you're friends for 7 years, then you get to be friends for like a lifetime. Wow. Did you hear that? No, I didn't know. 7 years is so specific. Yeah, like if you're able to be friends with someone for 7 years, then the friendship will last very long. Wow, and we almost doubled that. Oh my gosh. Four- <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. We kept this friendship so strong by having only one, no, two classes together. Yeah, and only in freshman year too. Yeah. So that's crazy. Like right when we met, we had astronomy class together mm-hmm. and we didn't sit next to each other for the first like two months. And then bio, we where did you sit? I didn't sit with you. Where did I, where did we sit? I know I, did we sit behind each other? Mm, I don't remember. I think the teacher switched seats because oh, um, we probably talked too much. Makes <laughs> sense. Our first class together was Mr. Sadler's astronomy class. Mm-hmm. How can I forget? Gosh, there was that one project that we had to do together mm-hmm. where it was kind of an interesting way of choosing partners because usually you kind of walk around awkwardly being like, hey, you want to be my partner? Or the teacher assigns, assigns you. you a partner. But the way he did it, he put like nine, how many planets? Nine, nine planets. at the time, it was nine. Yeah, so he put nine planets' names on the board and then we chose partners by going up to the board one by one and (laughs) writing our name. And I think I wrote, I picked Jupiter first Mm -hmm. and then you chose it after. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, who's that girl? (laughs) I'm gonna choose Jupiter and be partners with her, see if she's cool. (laughs) And turns out, you're awesome. Thank you. Yeah. It's so funny because we sat right in front of Mr. Sadler, but then even though we were in the front, we were like right next to each other. <laughs> you still have them, right? 
somewhere, somewhere in my boxes, in my card box. <laughs> Actually, I do have a book that you wrote all over on. I have it in my drawer right here. Really? Yeah, I'll oh, show yeah. you later. It's so funny. I was like, what? The? And it was like Big Bang, 21. Oh. And yeah, we were like drawing because, you know, like Big Bang and 21 were so popular mm-hmm. during like 2007 era. Yeah. So we were like drawing stuff. That's so funny. Notes. We'll reminisce back later. Yeah. <laughs> we did not really pay attention <laughs> in the class. We did all the homework. We got like hundreds yeah. of every single quiz and yeah. test. But all we did in class was pass notes to each other. Even though we were like literally next to each other. Yeah, I felt now now that I think about it and now that I'm a teacher, I feel bad for not paying attention. <laughs> Our past conversation, you're like, Ming, we were such horrible students. <laughs> I'm like, no, we got a hundred. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Oh, I remember one note one time there was an era when Lies by Big Bang came uh-huh. out. We kept writing I S S. B-I-L-Y on every note. Do you remember what I'm that I'm so means? sorry, but I love you. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. That acronym, you wrote so much, like, all over our notes. That's like, so funny. High school, that was fun. Yeah, do you remember in June? Like, every <laughs> June, we had a day off, and then we would always hang out. Yeah. Brooklyn, Queens. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad we don't have that now. I mean, we both work in the school system, mm-hmm. but it's a beauty day. Yeah. I mean, we can still hang out. Yeah. It's just... Just not on Brooklyn Queen's Day. Yeah. <laughs> we also had that tradition of going to Six Flags. Oh my god, it was so fun. <laughs> oh my gosh, seriously. Yeah. Wow. Every single year, we went to Six Flags. Yeah. No one else wanted to go. Just you and me. We yeah. loved roller coasters. And I remember, like, we took pictures... I feel like I have the pictures still on Facebook. I think so. So Ming and I only had class freshman year. So I remember we used to wait until it was 9 p.m. on our home phones because we didn't have like unlimited data back then or unlimited minutes. But after 9 p.m. it was free minutes. So we would just like sit by the phone and talk for like until like 10, 10 (laughs) Yeah, we're like, okay, one minute until 9 p.m. We get to talk. Wow. And then we also opened up Twitter and we used to tweet every day about our day. <laughs> Hanging with NG. <laughs> you also visited me in college. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, I think it was spring, spring break. I didn't even go home. My bus was delayed. And then I texted Ming. I was like, Ming, I'm going to be late. So I got to New York City around 3 a.m. <laughs> We didn't go to Six Flags for a long time. We're like, okay, we need some amusement mm-hmm. in our lives. So yeah. we went to Hershey Park. Yeah, and that was really fun too. We had that really delicious tradition. I mean, we still have that tradition. Mm-hmm. Thai food. Mm, yum. Yeah. And Crumb's Bake Shop. Yeah. I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Too bad it, it went bankrupt. But it's okay because we, we always, I think it's, we only do this where we like order two separate dishes and then we split it. Yeah. <laughs> How did we find that Filipino restaurant? Just randomly on Yelp? I think so. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember, but it's now my favorite Filipino restaurant. Oh my god, it's so good. I wish we could go there now. Yeah. Oh, that would sound so good. But me, after 13 years of being friends, we never went on a trip together. And yeah. We never traveled. Wow, you're so busy for me. <laughs> Excuse me, you're the one that's busy. <laughs> you always have to schedule me in weeks in advance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when's our next trip? Where should we go? When Corona is over. <laughs> Maybe we should start off with a domestic trip mm. somewhere in the U.S. and then we can go overseas. To Korea. Yeah, yeah. Next year. Next year. Uh- I'm definitely going next year. Unless there's like pandemic stopping me, I'm definitely going next year. Okay, let's go.
an intro about our friendship together, but this episode, I want to focus on you, on okay. your music. <laughs> okay. Please tell our listeners out there a little about yourself. I am currently an elementary school teacher and music producer slash singer-songwriter in disguise. In disguise? Wow. Ooh. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You'll find out. <laughs> How did COVID-19 impact you with shifting from the classroom setting to remote teaching? It was crazy. I'm sure you could relate because yeah. we work in the same setting as schools. But seeing how cases were rising very rapidly was very scary. And I think making the switch to remote teaching was definitely overwhelming because we had to do three times as much work and everyone wanted to go back to school because remote teaching was so hard. There were so many glitches. But here we are in July. We're done. I mean, you're still working, but it's over. <laughs> the school year is over. And yeah, I feel like it got better as the days and weeks went by. I'm pretty sure you also feel really bad for your students mm-hmm. who can't go out. Yeah. They don't have backyards and all they wanted to do was go to school and see their friends. So right. that was really sad. Learning from home is definitely missing all the social aspects mm-hmm. of what you get in school. School is not just about learning, it's about having fun. Like music, PE, mm-hmm. art class, those are all really fun. Mm-hmm. I think we'll be back in September. Hopefully. I mean, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But I mean, for kids, I'm pretty sure they're more than excited to go back. Yeah, they should be able to see their friends and teachers. But for me, personally, since New York had a citywide quarantine and social distancing was in place... It took a toll because I don't like staying at home like most people. But of course, by looking at the bright side, staying home, I knew that I would keep my family safe and I was spending more time with them and I was also saving a lot of money on food. So there were some good things that came out of social distancing, like I cook every day, mm-hmm. I deep clean the house, mm-hmm. and I organized a lot of stuff in my room. So yeah, yeah. many silver linings that came out of this. Yeah. Always looking at the bright side, right? Mm-hmm. Happy yeah. <laughs> yes. What are your summer plans? I have been dedicating my time to work on songs, but hopefully I'll release a couple more tracks before the summer is over. And summer is going <laughs> way too fast. I mean, it's already we're like already mid July. Yeah. So quick. Yeah. There's only one month of summer sessions left. Yeah. That's crazy. I just started. I just met some parents. <laughs> <laughs> producer and singer-songwriter. This year, the world got to hear two of her original tracks posted on SoundCloud. I really love the first one called Still Here. It's an ambient instrumental piece with beats. It's so good. I wish it was on Spotify so I can add it to my playlists and play it on repeat. You also heard this song in the beginning of my episode. Uh, what do you guys think? Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you so, so much. It's still very weird to hear people saying that they like my songs. Hopefully, I will get it out on Spotify one day. I want to focus on getting better at producing tracks before I release them to other platforms. How did you get started in producing songs? What was your motivation? I've always had a love for music. And if I can think back 
to when I first started this process, I say around 2012 when I would write lyrics on Tumblr and save it as a draft. Do you remember Tumblr? Yeah. <laughs> I used to be one of those that would never repost posts, mm-hmm. but I would just like write. I would just write like what I was thinking or like dealing with and then save it as a draft. Never public. <laughs> never public. I can't be public. <laughs> but then after doing that a couple of more years, I thought about it seriously. And in 2019, seeing how I was always surrounded by music from a young age, like doing piano lessons at age five, chorus in elementary school, mm-hmm. praise in church, I knew that this was something that I definitely wanted to do. So I officially started making beats about a year ago in August. I found it so fun creating new beats and I genuinely loved doing it. So I didn't want to stop. I think that's a really good motivator. Do you still have the Tumblr post in private? (laughs) I do. I think I looked back at it a couple of weeks ago and I was like, oh my gosh, it's so cringe. (laughs) Because I tried to like rhyme Mm -hmm. words together at the end, but it was like forced rhymes. So it didn't sound good. That was like many years ago. Eight years ago. Yeah, eight years ago. Crazy. I'm really glad that you are releasing these tracks and showing the world what you can do. (laughs) And also, I talked it over with my brother. I think it was around when I released Still Here in January. And then he was being so supportive, which was very surprising because my brother and I were close, but I am not the type to like have deep conversations with people, even if it's my brother. So he was like, yeah, Angie, like do it, go for it. Like it doesn't matter if like you send out tracks and like no one responds, you'll just get better at it. And then one day, like a producer will find your potential. And I was like, oh, it's so sweet. Your brother is so right. He's so smart. It's really sound advice. It's really, really rare to have success right when you start out. Yeah. Never give up. Thank you. <laughs> I was also really excited when you released your second song called Want You. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> because you sing in that song. I had no idea what you were saying because it was all in Korean. Can you tell us a little about the lyrics, how you came up with them, what you're trying to convey through the song? Sure. So actually, my initial plan was to come out with a mixtape with both English and Korean songs, but I was only satisfied with Want You at the time, by the time the deadline was approaching. Want You also only took about a month, so I was surprised it came out well. The melody just rolled off my tongue, and after thinking about what I wanted the song to be about, the lyrics came pretty easily. Want You is about wanting someone despite the constant hurts, but also knowing that the other person feels the same way. All the person wants to hear from the other person is that they want them to. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is... <laughs> that's such a... It's a sad song. Like, do you, who are you talking about? Like, do you relate to it personally? <laughs> it's not my story. But this song I actually sent as a demo to other producers that I thought would like this type of vibe. Mm, okay. So, so when are we going to hear some songs about NG? Who knows? That, <laughs> I'm so not comfortable with sharing my stories, but you will be able to like see it a little bit here and there through the lyrics. So if you listen carefully, then you'll be able to see. Maybe in maybe five songs? We'll see. <laughs> five Is that songs. too fast? <laughs> Where do you get your inspiration and do you have any musical influences? So when I write lyrics, I usually write them in a notebook and I write ideas. I get inspiration from past experiences and imagination. So the songs that I have that I haven't released yet, a lot of it contains my story. But then sometimes I would just pick like a moment in what I experienced and then I would use my imagination to create a story. So that's kind of what I did with Want You. 
And for musical influences, I really like Kehlani and Hoodie, who is a Korean artist. I think I'm able to relate to Korean artists more, and I absolutely love Hoodie's vibe. And also, Gray from AOMG is a solid producer who I would love to work with one day. You also went to Gray's concert last year, right? Yes, AOMG concert. So there was Gray, Loco, Simon D. Do you know that? Yeah, (laughs) I know. I actually know Loco and Simon D, but then Gray was like my first time hearing him like last year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's really good. (laughs) I will listen to him. Good, good. Can you walk us through what your process of producing and writing music is like? So it's a little different for each song, but most of the time I would try to think of the general vibe and then the theme and then create the instrumental. So depending on the vibe, I would try to find which instrumentals sound best. And for Want You, I made the instrumental first because I wanted to send it out. And then I made the story with the lyrics. But most of the time, I would think of the vibe and the instrumental and then the lyrics. How long does the process take usually? It depends. I pretty much work on music every day, and I would listen to types of music that I like, and then I would try to create something. So if you're talking about a full song, anywhere from a month and on, this is what you took a month. But if it's a simple melody, it could take like a couple of days. That's so short. couple of days? (laughs) What's your favorite part of the whole music making process, and what's your biggest challenge? This is something I discovered recently, but recording hidden vocals is really cool. Whoa, what's that? So if you listen to a song and you hear like the echoes and the harmonies, that's what hidden vocals is. It's tough at first, but if you record it really well, it sounds really good. And then if you want to play it back to record the main vocal, the instrumental with the hidden vocals, it just completes like the whole song. The biggest challenge I would say is coming up with a melody that I like. At first, I thought I was lyrically challenged, because I was writing lyrics in Korean, but coming up with a good melody is harder because I would record on my phone and I'd be like, oh, this is good. And I would record it and then come up with a totally different melody and be like, oh, this is good too. That's good. A lot of melodies to choose from. Yeah. Put it in your drafts and Mm -hmm. in the future, come up with some lyrics and get a whole album. (laughs) Do you have any long-term goals pertaining to producing music and being a singer-songwriter? I do. So releasing tracks with my vocals was just a fun project that I wanted to do over the summer, but I am more interested in producing beats. And there's actually a crew that I'd like to join in the future, but we'll see how it goes after I build my music resume and produce more beats and release them. Like I mentioned before, I already sent a couple of demos to other producers. And I think my long-term goal goal would be, like, making a track for, like, one of my favorite artists. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, that sounds so awesome. (laughs) And I'm actually also working with a producer at the moment. Yeah. So hopefully a track will come out soon. (laughs) You're moving so quickly. (laughs) I know, this happened, like, so fast. I didn't expect any of this. Yeah, once you put it out on social media, like, this is my plan, people just come and, like, hey, let's collaborate, let's work on this together, like, yeah so good yeah i think i released want you and then one of like the producers messaged me and then they were like oh i would love to create a beat for you and i felt i didn't know what to feel because like i never had this happen to me before but it was cool wow so when's the next song release hopefully i'm aiming for august august so that's like in two weeks mid-august of a month <laughs> A month. Okay. All right. Okay, I'm waiting. One more month. (laughs) 
Do you have any advice for those who want to get started on a similar path as you? Are there any resources that have really helped you on your music journey? I think it's never too late to start something you're passionate about, especially during this time. And I also think it's important to enjoy what you're doing instead of thinking of it as a task, like, oh, I have to get this recording done by today. Although I think setting goals are good, I don't think someone will truly be able to enjoy it if they think of it as work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, for sure. So I think because I genuinely love doing it, that's why I'm able to like keep producing more and keep making more beats. I think for anyone who wants to start their musical career, there are a lot of resources out there. I think you should definitely research the type of DAWs, which is Digital Audio Workstation. You should also see if there are classes, like producing classes, writing lyrics, vocal lessons. And for me, I analyze songs instrumentally, which helped me out a lot. What kind of DAWs are you working with right now? Right now, I'm working with GarageBand, but I am looking to upgrade to Logic Pro X. You mentioned analyzing songs instrumentally. Mm-hmm. What's the process on that? I will have songs on repeat and really focus in on what the instruments are. Like, for example, if the song is guitar heavy, if it has a lot of piano or if it has a lot of percussion, I would pay close attention to that. And I would try to make music depending on the vibe. Mm. So how about Taeyang's Eyes, Nose, Lips? Oh, I did a cover on that. I know! (laughs) So for Eyes, Nose, Lips, it is mostly piano. And then they try to add more instruments and percussion in the second and second chorus to create that dynamic. And then you could really like feel what Taeyang is feeling. That's a really emotional song. Yes, emotional (laughs) song. How about Kehlani's Honey? Ooh, so I feel like her instrumental is very like subdued because you could hear her vocals more and it has like the guitar in it. So it has that acoustic vibe. Okay, <laughs> cool. Time for a fun question. Ooh. What's one fun fact about you that sounds fake but is really true? You probably won't believe it because we haven't done this together, but I can drink well. <laughs> yeah, we have not. We just yeah. went to high school together and in college. Yeah, we went our separate ways in college. <laughs> <laughs> and then we never had the occasion to. Yeah, but it's not like I drink a lot. I mean, like, I can drink a lot, but I don't drink often. You don't get Asian glow? Yeah, I don't get Asian glow. Oh, so lucky. <laughs> I get Asian glow even without drinking. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, are you ready for our rapid fire question? Let's do it! <laughs> Favorite ice cream flavor? Oh, rapid? That's so hard! It doesn't need to be rapid. Okay, um, currently I'm craving black raspberry. Yum! But... <laughs> I can't just choose one. Can <laughs> okay. you choose one? I can. Really? Uh, if you had to choose one? If I had to choose one. Just it, one? It'd be Thai tea ice cream. Really? Oh my god, Thai tea is so good. Yeah. I have a list of favorites. Mm. But my favorite favorite is Thai tea. For black raspberry, it's so hard to find that in stores. Yeah. It's like a lemon, a seasonal thing, mm. I feel like. Favorite way to start your morning? Eat a bowl of fresh fruits. What is in the bowl today? Today, I ate some pineapples, peaches, watermelon, kiwi. Colorful and healthy. Yes. Favorite productivity tool? I don't have. Do you have one? I do. I really love using Google Calendar. Wait, does a planner count? Yeah. Okay. I use planner instead. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that definitely counts. Favorite song to get you motivated? Hard Carry by GOT7. I never heard of it. You should listen to it. (laughs) 
It's a very upbeat, motivational song. Kind of like you did well. Like that's the theme. Like oh, you worked hard. Kind of song. That's what hard carry means. Hard carry isn't like a Korean term, but it's like a slang. Like oh, today you hard carry. Like oh, you worked hard today. Ooh, so. okay. Did they make that up? I think so. One piece of advice that you would give your younger self: Just do it. It's never too late. Just do it. Finish the sentence. I find my happiness when when I'm creating music or when I'm with my friends. Your friends. Yay! <laughs> Where can our listeners connect with you? They can connect with me on SoundCloud, Park Ng with two eyes, or on Instagram. Same username, Park Ng with two eyes. Yes, and that will be linked in the show notes. Yay! Woohoo! Awesome! snippet of want you if you want to hear the whole song you know where to go hope you enjoyed this episode and if you're a music producer hit ng up <laughs> thank you for tuning in you just listened to happier with me if you like this podcast please show your support by subscribing and leaving a review If any of the topics we talked about during this episode could help a friend out, share it with them. Let's see where life's journey takes us. Talk to you next time.